whatever the clutter is, I've already done some math on it's okay, obviously, because it's okay, because I've made it okay. And I've done, I've maybe I've done the positive and negatives and is it worth it? And how much time is it going to take? And if I were to look at it in a fresh way and just decide to raise the bar, you know, we either, we either shift things because the pain of keeping it is worse than the pain of changing it, or we shift things because our, we've decided to raise the bar for ourselves. So like if this room got so full of stuff that I couldn't like get to the desk, that would be a problem. Or I could just say, you know what? I'm the type of guy that has my environment organized. My point in all this is just in order to shift any of these things, we must shift our mind about it first. But you will, if you attach it to some, to some kind of meaning, you're going to be more apt to take action. Well, my friends, it's the end of 2023. Are you ready to declutter your team and business? And what in the world does that even mean? Hello, my friends. My name is Chad, and this is the Naked Leadership Podcast, high-stakes conversations for relentless company founders. My co-hosts and I have over six decades of combined experience in leadership coaching, and this podcast is where we explore it all. There's no conversation too risky. This week, Adrian, Dan, and I sit down to chat about how to declutter our teams and business. We outline what to look for in order to find the clutter and then what it's going to take to clean it up. Don't go into the new year and set a bunch of goals and get really hyped without getting this right first or you'll sabotage your future. You must complete before you recommit. Let's dive in. Dan and Adrian, we are here once again. Back again. Indeed. I dig it. I like being it on the It seemed like it was just a few guys. minutes ago we were here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it. Yeah. This is great. You know, and we, we, we talk about... You're supposed to pretend like we don't batch record batch. these two in a row. I am. <laughs> it seems like we were just here. It just seems It that. seems like. Yeah. Don't give up the ghost. <laughs> don't jump the shark, what they say. I was, I was just about to say, you know... Um, we'll probably start off this the same way we've done recent ones, which is inviting folks to fill out the survey. Um, you know, why do we do this podcast comes to my mind, you know, like why do this thing? And yeah, it's, you know, it's we not, like to hear ourselves talk. I think is that why we do it. That's part, that's part why you, that's a confession. I hear you. That's good. Um, I hear on it. We're, no, we're about to well, year three, by the way. Yeah. And, and part of that is just exactly true. You know, it's like whatever you're doing, you must, it's a good idea to have a space in which you can play like a yeah. playground, like something that you actually go enjoy and discover. And that's a part of the big, as we've talked about over the last three years at times, we've thought about, you know, what are we going to do with the podcast? We're going to keep it up, especially in times when sometimes there's not as much listenership for whatever reasons, you know, and I've always just said, I really enjoy it. I love learning from you guys. And I love learning from myself in the sense that like, I'll start talking about something and I'll think, Oh, Wow. That's that is true, or that is helpful. That's interesting, and I just the the art of exploring. I'm glad I wow. Who said that? Oh, I did. Wow, wonder which I I'm talking about right now. But I, you know, we. So the purpose of the podcast really is to be of service to you all. You know, so there's a there's a survey in the notes there. I'm stealing your thunder, but there's a survey in the notes, (laughs) and and we really want to hear from you. You know, you, you hear from us. If you listen in, you're going to hear from us and what we've decided to talk about. But you've got issues in your life, in your work life, in your personal life. Um, and those issues are why we exist as a company, is to help people overcome 
challenges, help people generate the life they want. And that always is, is appropriately engaging a struggle, whatever that is. So if you're thinking about if there's anything in your world right now that's a huge struggle, please fill out that survey and fill it out. And we'll have a conversation about it in short order. If there's small issues in your life that you're seeing right now and challenges right now, and you can imagine, let yourself imagine, if this gets worse, it's going to eat my lunch. Put those in there because we'd love to hear about, you know, yep. some of the how is, you know, we say it all the time, like big issues start off as small issues. You know, it's like it, things happen slowly and then all at once dance always saying, which is true. So like just survey your life right now and think about the last year and think about the issues that are happening interpersonally or strategically with the company and put those in there because we'd love to explore that context with you so that you can orient yourself in the most resourceful way to take it on. Uh, so please fill out the survey so we can be of service to you and we'll learn something in it too. Mm-hmm. It's a podcasting is an interesting me- uh, venue for me because <clears throat> the regularity of it, right? Where we do this once a week. Um, and so that's a lot of content. When you think of over 250 episodes, um, that's a lot of time of us talking <laughs> And the thing that I love about that is that there has to be consistency and transparency. Otherwise, it it doesn't come. It it's not. It's over time, right? So there must be a mean of uh, attitude and way of being with it that is consistent, or it won't work. And that's one thing that I love about it. That's why I love listening to podcasts because I really feel like you get to know people. Yeah. The thing I don't love about podcasting is the feedback loop is naturally so low. You know, there's no comment section. People are on the go when they're listening to it. There's every reason not to give your input on this thing, Mm -hmm. except that if you want to, like, you can literally cater it to you. This is your opportunity to do that, and it would be also be a huge blessing to us. Mm -hmm. So thanks for that at top, up, up top. And that's Ding. today's podcast. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's and, right. I, and I was just going to think, if you're a leader and you want to be passive aggressive, think about what are issues on your team that you've not yet talked about. Bring those in here. We'll have a whole conversation about it. And, you know, the, the dynamics on your team, because you know what it's like. I mean, I know what this is like as like a parent, is that when somebody else tells my kids something, they're like, oh, wow, that's a brilliant idea. When I tell them that, they're like, whatever, dad. Um, so if Send we can represent right on, we'll talk about re- it, then you can give the podcast to You'll your say, employee and they might hear it. It's crazy. Wink, wink. I just heard this random thing and, uh, I thought you might get something out of it, you know, <laughs> just don't show them this episode. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> right, on. right on. <laughs> All right. So today, um, we're facing down a new year. Uh-huh. Here it comes. Adrian, you already declared on the last episode that this is going to be the best fucking year of your life. Amen. That's great. Let it be so. Um, And we thought it would be a fun conversation to talk about what it looks like to declutter our team or our business in a way that preps us for whatever is possible in the next year that's waiting for us to come get it. Uh Uh-huh. And I wanted, you know... To me, the visual came up, I I think, of like the different areas of my house that tend to uh, collect the clutter. Uh 
and how long I'm willing to tolerate the clutter in those areas. And the lift for decluttering is never as big as I, as I make up it's going to be. So I spend all of this time tolerating the clutter in my life, and then I get clear and determined, and I go organize it, and the relief and the energy and, you know, everything of the experience of doing that is like, I can't believe I didn't do this sooner. It's like a cold plunge. You hate it until you get in and get it. And once you get out, you went, wow, that was good. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's exactly right. So I, you know, there's this opportunity for us to declutter the corners of our team the corners of our relationship, the corners of our business. And that's what this conversation is an opportunity, is an invitation from us to both, let's talk about it. What are these things that clutter up our team and and our and, and our business and uh, get committed to going and cleaning them up? Nobody can clean them up but you. And once you do, there's so much freedom there's so much energy waiting on the other side of cleaning up the clutter. Yeah. So um, I wanted to start with what is clutter? When you guys hear me talk about clutter on a team or in a business, what comes to mind for you? Well, for me, what comes to mind immediately is incompletions, things I've intended to do and not done, like you know, acknowledging people, sending them cards, um, talking to people I... I've meant to talk about to about something difficult or or something in uh, something I appreciate about them. It could be either way, and I've either not talked to them or I've inauthentically touched on the subject. Um, that that would be an, that would be clutter, yeah, relational clutter, uh, withholds. Um, that that to me is probably the main relationally. Otherwise, you know, make your bed and clean your garage. And I know for me, when you were bringing this up, I was thinking about, I really want, I like your, your background and I'm doing work in my garage. I put the cold plunge in there. Got my heavy bag in there and, and I got a, a bike and I, I want to put some background and maybe move my office in there. And I've been putting it off. So I was thinking this clutter would be completing that commitment, like go out, get it cleared up, get it done. And you're right. It feels so good on the other end of it. Yeah. Yeah. This would be jumping forward probably a little bit, but I'm just thinking about how and why we collect these types of things. Even just, you know, on the other side of the screen, there's some space between me and the wall and there's a whole bunch of stuff right there. that has been there for a long time. And I just kind of started to fit into the noise in my life. You know, there's, it's, there's like, that... it's becoming part of the, the nuance, the room. Right? It's so silly. <laughs> It's funny, like when people come over, I shut this door because of how much I judge myself for having such a cluttered room, you know? Um, and what I think about, they're going to judge me, but I'm obviously just judging myself. And, you know, so uh, what's that David White line? Like, um, alertness is the hidden discipline of familiarity. I don't yeah. know what he means by that and that, you know, specifically, but... It's the same thing here. Like we become very familiar with 
the places in our lives that we settle and we decide to numb ourselves out and not pay attention. It's, you know, so if you were, I mean, I'm like this all the time. When I walk into somebody else's house and their picture is off, I can't stop thinking about it. Like their picture, like on the wall is like crooked, but I know, I know that like, and, and you guys don't do that. And I know, and there's plenty of like crooked pictures in my, in my house, like metaphorically speaking, I don't have much art on the wall right now, but there's plenty. Or if I have unibrow hair. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm always grooming Dan when we're about to step into public together. I'm like, Man, this guy, and what would you say? Yeah, we, we've already established you're kind of a little bitch at times. And yes. Things yeah. that you bitch about. I, I, yes. So before I go into a training, I make sure everything's shaved well, the ears yeah. are good, there's yes. no hair in the middle of the act. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, man. Don't embarrass me. <laughs> my wife, um, your wife does the same. <laughs> so I guess my point in all that is like, if, if I were to look at things, well, Sorry, I'm getting a little bit philosophical. I've I would say I would first say like whatever the clutter is, I've already done some math on it's okay. Obviously, because it's okay, because I've made it okay and I've done I maybe I've done the positive and negatives and is it worth it and how much time is it going to take blah blah blah. And if I were to look at it in a fresh way and just decide to raise the bar, which is the only time we actually you know, we either we either shift things because the pain of keeping it is worse than the pain of changing it. Is that right? Yeah. Or we shift things because our, we've decided to raise the bar for ourselves. Yeah. You know? So, like, if this room got so full of stuff that I couldn't, like, get to the desk, that would be a problem. That'd be one, you know, waiting till it gets that long. Or I could just say, you know what? I'm the type of guy I've just decided. I'm the type of guy that has my, my environment organized. So, therefore, here I am organizing yeah yeah there will be a ton of relief once i actually get to reap the reward of being that guy like my future self will thank the you know present self so my point in all this is just the you know we got to like the in order to shift any of these things we must shift our mind about it first you can go just do it for the sake of doing it and that's fine you want to grit it out that's okay but you will if you attach it to some to some kind of meaning, you're going to be more apt to yeah. take action. Life is not fair. It's what you negotiate. Let me say that one more time. Life is not fair. It's what you negotiate. Now, that's an interesting thought. If that's true, it means that everything you have in life right now, the possessions, the relationships, the fitness, the mindset are all a product of your negotiations with others and yourself. And if that's true, wouldn't you want to be very clear on how you negotiate? What's effective and what's ineffective? What your strengths are and what your blind spots are? It is, after all, producing all the results in your life. So here's the deal. We put together a 15-question quiz that you can take in five minutes or less and find out exactly what your negotiation style is. The results of this quiz will give you insight into your strengths and blind spots in negotiation. It will also give you insight in how you can accentuate those strengths or compensate for the blind spots. Think for just one second with me all of the conversations you're having in your life. Think about compensation or advancement conversations with people on your team. Discussing financial decisions with a partner 
or just getting your kids to get their damn shoes on so that you can leave the house. All of these conversations are negotiations. This simple yet powerful tool has the potential to reinvent the way you get what you want in every aspect of life. Go to negotiation.takenewground.com right now or click the link in the description of this episode and find out what negotiation style you embody. You can thank us later. Now back to the show. You know, it's interesting because my wife says, I go, what are you doing that for? She goes, because I'm, this, I'm putting love into the house. <laughs> now, and she won't cook if she doesn't feel right. And, and it's really interesting because what she does really works. And I was thinking about, you know, what are you doing? Put love in it? She goes, yep, or I wouldn't be doing it, right? So I think that, to your point, Adrian, being intentional about the what I'm sowing into the environment is a big deal of that gets you to co- that that gets her to complete things to clean things up to to you know be detailed you know it, yeah I love that I told That's her I'm not a, I just told her honey I'm just not as loving as you <laughs> <laughs> yeah anger is a good motivator for me right? yeah that's right. Well, it's like it's that it's like that quote, you know. We settle for a level of despair that we can tolerate and call it happiness. Yeah, yep, yeah. Go and the things that we're tolerating, um, the clutter in our relationships and in our business and our team. That's where that's that we can identify the places that we've settled. Yeah, for that despair, we've settled for something lower or that doesn't align with what we say we want, and we're just okay with it yep numbers yeah um think about that financially too you know one of the things i am pretty i must love a lot was i watch my numbers right keep my book straight balance the checkbook know what you got and that's another domain of clutter don't get surprised because you didn't pay attention to what you had and the expenses that you got coming that that's a and that, that's one that you just, if you don't, if, that's one that'll wake you up if you forget it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I thought that's a wake up I don't like. It wrecks a whole night of sleep. Well, yeah. so much of these things, you know, and I want to, I want to get into some detail of like how some of this clutter can show up on a team actually practically. Um, but so much of this, like these points of clutter are like the one degree off. Right when we think about shooting a rocket in space, and if it's one degree off on the ground, it misses the target by millions of miles. And um, but it only looks like one degree here, but down the road, I mean, it's it's going to own us down the road. It's going to devastate us. Yeah. And yeah. um, and, and so I I, th- I think about that as well. What what if somebody's listening to this practically? Yeah. What's what's some of the clutter that shows up on a team? Well, I thought Dan had a great one. It's a great place to start, which was like the incompletions. Yeah. yeah. Um, or 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 the the not understanding the context of the commu- of the commu- of the conversation. Meaning, I was I, I thought directly back to when my gra- my my mother in law was dying of cancer, and she was living with us, and we were taking care of her. And I remember thinking to myself in bed one night, this is a, this is going to be a huge opportunity to show my love for Eileen and the family. Or 
because it's extremely uncomfortable, or I'm going to avoid it and create more animosity, or or at the very least, separation from my family in the midst of a horrible situation. And how can I live in this situation in a way that's going to make a difference? So how often do we do that on a team where, you know, we're, we're like it's um, when um, one of our team gets sick and we, we've missed the opportunity to send them something to let them know we care for them. Or, you know, th- th- it sounds like a small thing, but it lets people know that we're there and we're thinking about them and that they're more than a tool to us. Right. So, I, And that goes all the way down to conversations of acknowledgement as well as conversations of correction. And and uh, and and checking in with one another, I, I think the team on our team. That's one of the things I really enjoy about the team itself is they check in with each other pretty regularly. So those are, to me, that can be a huge source of incompletion and a huge a source of separation as time goes on. Isolation. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yep. Yeah. Uh, I was thinking about that. I guess it would go in the category of correction as well. It'd be great to start, you know, it's it's always romantic to start like January 1-1, you know, the 1st of January. So let's just utilize that because it's pretty romantic. But to think about if you were to start your relationships with your teammates with like a, a fresh piece of paper, metaphorically speaking, like a blank slate. Well, so what you'll also need to do is to get over shit like to get off it, right? You just got to, you know, if you've been like harboring some of the clutter in your life might be your resentments, which is oh, like, sure. you know, you know, some, somebody disappointed you, they didn't deliver and you've maybe quote unquote tried your best to forget it. Um, but you probably haven't. But if you, if you have, you know, and it's still there for you, it's just good to like get off it. And it usually requires a conversation with the person. Yeah. Which is to to go and say, hey, you know what, that thing, it's funny. We were coming into the new year and I want a fresh page with you. And I realized that thing that happened way back in March, it still bothers me. And I want to get off it. And so I'm just offering it to you because probably at times I have edge with you. And it's still because I, I, I that thing, you know, people dare yeah. not say a phrase like it hurt my feelings. But it's probably that's what happened. Or I was disappointed. Or I felt disrespected. And I, I don't want to carry that around this year. So I'm just letting you know what I'm up to um, on my side so that we can start in a fresh way. People would be yeah. really, I mean, they'd be baffled by that and probably scared by it, but then be really blessed by it. If you were to like, cause it comes out of a commitment to like a refreshment. Um, so, you know, so getting off and like having any of those like little dangling, you know, uh, conflicts that are there and it's been like, you know, it's like a baby elephant. It slowly grows and gets to be big. Like, you know, yeah, I was, I was going to shoot was, the elephants, but that's kind of conversations. Yeah, that's right. Difficult conversations that you, Dan, you talked about withholding, and that's when you when you don't go and have the conversation that the relationship is begging to have. That's a withholding, and there's lots of dynamics there we could go into. But you know, if you, um, I think if you sit down with your team, either in December or January, you get all hyped up on these new goals and these uh, targets that you're going to hit and the new actions you're going to take and all of that sort of stuff. But you don't take care of these conversations, the ones that are, if you don't take care of the clutter, you're fooling yourself. 
Yeah. You, you got to mm-hmm. complete before you move on, before you commit again. And completion is this work that didn't, you know, this was really? needed. But I was, I was thinking about even what you did with your client that you talked about, Chad, just about, hey, look, this isn't going to work for me. How many of those conversations have do we have? Are we going to sit down and go, you know what? What we have up until now um, has worked in certain ways, but it's not working for me any longer. And I want to, I want to, I want to call that complete. And let's talk about: Do we go on or not? Yeah, right. Is. Right. Yeah. Like those are those are good. Go- you got to complete before you recommit. Otherwise, right you're taking all that garbage with you. You know. And, right on. And you, and it ain't fertile. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And part of probably. You know, maybe the most one of the, if not the most severe version of decluttering is like you might need to fire some people, yeah, or let them go. Right? Are it's you, like you're not talking to me, are you? Well, well, I'm a little nervous. You ought to be. Chad I knew you wanted to get to this subject. This right? is you all. To... Yeah. Can we talk um, after complete office? Nope. Right here, naked right. leadership, baby. Take them off. Right. Um. But uh, you brought that up, you know, around completion and like it, it takes it takes a lot of courage to stop something that's mediocre. It takes courage to just say, you know what? There's an aspect of our relationship, there's an aspect of our teaming that I don't want to bring into the next year. Yeah. And so let's talk about that. Let's talk about it with honesty and love and commitment to one another because I'm committed to you as a person. And, but this thing that's been going on, it, I, I'm unwilling to, to go along with it in the future, this type of behavior. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know how you relate to it. I don't know. So I'm going to, I want to get to know if you are bothered by this thing the same way that I am. And let's talk about that. And then I'm going to let you know exactly what I want for the future. And you can give your view of that. And then that'll naturally uh, reveal what's what in like the next the next move either we maybe we you know there's more support that's necessary and maybe things you've needed from me that's great i'll get clear on if i'm willing to meet that call or not or you're you know it's, it's this isn't a good fit and we've probably both known it for a while so let's get real about getting you in the right spot moving forward yeah there's probably a series of requests that haven't been made right on you know because the the aim is foggy and needs to get to the surface and the completion helps sharpen the aim and that reveals the necessary requests and promises. Right on. Something something that you just said, Adrian, that just really lit something up for me was I think it takes me more courage to stop something that's fine mm-hmm. than to stop something that's not working. Something that's right. fine. So, frantic, insecure, neurotic, and emotional. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. Fine. Fine. It's it's, it's Fine. good enough. It's okay. Yep. It'll it, it will continue. It will it will continue at the level that it is without any interruption. Yeah, I think you right. said in the last podcast that a level of despair that's tolerable, and I call it happiness. That's such a oh when you I wake up to that it really disturbs me. I, I it okay. gives me a kick in the gut. Yeah. 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 So um, huge opportunity. Always, I mean, the opportunity is always there. It's not just there at the end of the year or the beginning of the year. Uh, the opportunity is always there, but this is a really reflective time. Yeah. yeah. People are reflecting and getting committed to new things, and it's the perfect time. Well, you know, yeah. one of the things that 
contextually helps motivate me is maybe it's because of my age, but we're not getting out of this alive. So whatever I think I'm preserving really isn't going to get preserved anyway. So I might as well just lay it out there. Yeah. And then, you know, obviously clean up your house and do all that kind of shit too. But you know, the harder, the harder stuff is all this relational thing. Cause it's more vulnerable flaws. It requires, you know, the greatest human endeavor, which is to trust somebody. Yeah. Um, so that's our yeah. invite to invite to you all. It's like, go, go ahead and like, take your life seriously. You know, like just seep into that. Like, like let's, you know, to Dan's point, I think earlier, it's like, let's, let's just act like this matters. Yeah. And, you know, not only productivity, because that's usually as dollar signs connected to it, but also enjoyment and fulfillment and connection. Like, Boing, that's, yeah. yeah, meaning that's, that's By usually, way, go ahead. I was just thinking, I just brought up, my, uh, I thought I'd make the announcement that Anna Maria, Anna Maria, my new granddaughter, my oh, son no. and his wife, Isha, they lost Eon last year and they just gave birth two days ago to Anna Maria. And oh, she's been, well. So that's welcome well. to the you, world. You kind of triggered that when you were saying that. And I went, oh, yeah. yeah. Pete, there Anna it is. Anna Maria, that's, baby. That's awesome. Are, well, yeah. Yeah. So sweet. Oh. And I was yeah. going to add to the things you guys were listening, listing about what life, like freedom, too. Yeah. You can have freedom. You don't have to be tied to these things. You don't have to be bound. Good, man. All right, gentlemen. Thank you yeah. so much. Love Good you both. With you guys. Love you. Thank you, Chad. CD. Love you. Okay. Hope Bye, you everybody. Ciao. Well, my friends, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the Naked Leadership Podcast. As a heads up, every Friday we post a Cliff Notes version of that week's conversation with all the highlights in under five minutes. Check that out for a quick and powerful reminder of the principles discussed. I hope this conversation has been valuable to you. If it has, the greatest compliment you could pay us is sharing it with somebody who could use it. Thanks so much for listening and until next week, bye-bye everybody.